You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never-ending assistance in Ramah Israel 5780, 5780-2020. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Vayichi, and in our Parsha, Yaakov Avinu is about to pass on from the world, and he wants to give a blessing to his children. So he calls them together, and he says to them, Gather together, O children. Vayikra Yaakov Elbana, this is in chapter 49, verse 1. Yaakov calls to his sons, Gather together, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen in the end of days. Gather together and hear, O sons of Yaakov. Listen to your, to your father Yisrael. So, we all know, it's a famous Rashi, that Yaakov Avinu wanted to be Megala the Kates. He wanted to tell when or what the Mashiach will look like, what the period of time will look like right before the Messiah arrives. And there's actually differences of opinion in the Medrash whether he was able to reveal that to them. So we know Rashi, Rashi tells us that he was unable to reveal it, but there are other opinions that say actually he was able to reveal certain aspects of the Kates of the end. So, but what I'd like to focus on is the Shita that says that he wasn't able to, and it's something very interesting and also pretty famous, but it's very much connected to the beginning of Shas. Jewish people throughout the world have been excited the last two weeks, celebrating Siyum Shas, completion of seven and a half years of work, one daf a day. And so we start again with Masachas Brachas, and at the beginning of Masachas Brachas, we talk about Kriya Shema, we talk about the mitzvah of saying, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad, Hero Israel Hashem our God, Hashem is one, which we say twice a day, there's an obligation, in the evening, when we go to sleep, when we get up in the morning. And it's very interesting that our parsha, of course, divinely orchestrated that it would work out this way, but our parsha has a very special connection to Shema, to the idea of saying Shema. What's that connection? So here's the Medrash. Medrash says like this. In the Pasuk that we quoted, we mentioned, So the Medrash says, so Medrash Tanchuma, I have it here quoted on the side in, in the regular Medrash, from Yedei Moshe, he says like this, But Tanchuma Isa, says in the Tanchuma, Bikesh HaGalis HaSaketz, Yaakov Avinu, as we said, wanted to reveal the end, when Mashiach is going to come. Venistam, it was closed from him. He was un- unable to say it. He was unable to reveal it. Amar Lahu, or Amar Lahem, so he said to his sons, Shema Yish Psu B'mitasi, he said, maybe there's something wrong with my kids. Mitasi means literally my bed, but it's referring to the kids that are a result of relations that happen in bed. Maybe there's some kind of psul, maybe there's something missing in my kids. Miyad, so the kids all responded, the Shvatim responded, Paschavi Amru Shema Yisrael. So from here, immediately, I'm sorry, they responded and said, Hear, O Israel, Hashem Elokeinu Hashem, our God. Hashem is one. Right? Don't worry, there's no idolatry, there's no belief in any idea, any concept of any more than one God. There's only one God, absolutely unified, only one. And uh, there's no, there's nothing to worry about. Okay, that's the Medrash. And the Medrash here and the Medrash Rabbah also mentions that this is what we do. This is what we do every single day. We say Shema Yisrael 
We, we say it in the morning, we say it in the evening. Interestingly, the Medrash says it out of order, because the Pasuk says, B'shach b'cha v'kumecha, as the Gemara and Brachas says on the base. So we have here very interesting, a very interesting uh, Medrash that needs explanation. We need to understand the idea. The, uh, what is the idea that Yaakov Avinu wants to reveal to them the Kates? He wants to reveal to them, Achis Hayamim. He's not able to. He's not able to reveal what is the, what is represented by Geula. What is represented by the Kates Hayamim? What's represented is HaKadosh Baruch Hu's absolute, um, kingship in the world. His, his galus, his revelation in the world. We live in a time where we don't see Hashem. It's very hard to see God. We don't live in a time where there are open miracles. We don't live in a time where God openly reveals Himself. Rather, we're in a time of darkness. We spoke about that last week. The Jewish people here are going into Gullus, and as they go into Gullus, Yaakov wants to remind them, don't worry, there's going, to be a, there's going to be an end, a positive end. But he's unable to reveal that. Then Shema Yisrael somehow, even though we can't see the Geula, even though we can't see Hashem's revelation, somehow we see from this Medrash, the Medrash is teaching us, that Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad, is the power to repeal the darkness, to, to, despite the fact that we're in the darkness, to reveal that Hashem is there. Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad, hear, O Israel, listen. Sometimes you can't see it, but you got to listen, you got to put the pieces together. Every time when we see a picture, so we see the whole picture, we see all the pieces at once. When we hear a sentence, when we hear someone speaking, when we hear a song, so all the notes come together at the end. You hear one note after another note. All the words come together. You hear one word after another word, and they all come together at the end, and the puzzle becomes becomes clear. But it's not something that you see all at once. You have to listen carefully. You have to hear all the pieces, and then all the pieces come together. Shema Yisrael. That's the the attitude that we need to have in this gullus. In the exile, we don't yet have the revelation. So, with that, we need to understand. I still want to understand deeply what is the idea of Shema. How does it? What is? What's the? What's going on? What's the? What's the concept? How does it work? How does it help us? There's a Gemara in Brachas on Daf Gimel I want to share with you. The Gemara in Daf Gimel tells us the Gemara is talking about what, when do we say Shema? We're speaking specifically at night. When do we say Shema? Me'emes Eikon Shema Be'aravin. The Gemara Brachas starts off. When do we say Kriya Shema at night? So, so Machlekes. Does it have to be the first part of the night? Is it all night long? Is it only until Chatzos? Until midnight? When is a person able to say Shema? The Gemara speaks about the fact that the the night is actually split up into three parts. Shalish Mishmores. The three parts. Now, what's the significance of these three parts? So listen to this Gemara. Amrav Yitzchak Barshmuel Mishmeid Rav. Yitzchak Barshmuel says in the name of Rav, Sholish Mishmor is Havi Halayla. The night is split up into three parts. V'yalko Mishmor Mishmor. Yoshiva Kodesh Baruch Hu V'shoyig Ka'ari. Hashem sits each one of these Mishmoris at each... And during these three Mishmoris, it's not clear exactly at which point in the Mishmor, at which point in the time period... But Hashem sits as it were, and he and he roars like a lion. His shaykari. Sorry, I lost the place. Here we go. Va'omer oyle banim shavanesem hichrivu hichravti es beisi. 
Woe unto my children that because of their sins, because of their sins, I had to destroy my base Hamikdash. I had to burn the Heichal, the Glisan and I had to spread them out amongst the nations of the world. Okay? It's very interesting. It seems to me that Shema is somehow coming to rectify again, and it's just like in the story of Yaakov Avinu. Shema is coming to rectify the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu sent us out into Gullus in the darkness. We're in this dark time. We need to say Shema at night. Why? To somehow rectify the fact that because of our sins, we were sent out into Gullus, the base of English was destroyed. God is not openly apparent in the world. We don't see that He's there so clearly. We have to really look carefully in order to find Him. Okay, that's the first piece that I want to share with you. Now I want to share with you another piece, which is a story. Tanya Amar of Yaisi. Rav Yaisi says, This this story took place after the destruction of the temple, when there was still a Jewish presence in Eretz Yisrael, in the land of Israel, in Jerusalem. We're talking 2,000 years ago. Rav Yaisi says, I was once walking on the path. I walked into one of the destroyed places of Jerusalem. He walked into an old destroyed house. Lispal, I wanted to pray there. Elijah the prophet came. Elio, we know, is, he never died. He went up. He went up to the, to the heavens alive. And there are countless stories. Elijah the prophet appears to people until this very day. So what happened to him? Elijah the prophet stood outside of the house where he was davening, where he was praying. Until I finished my prayer. When I finished, he said to me, How are you doing? He said to him, He said, Shalom. I said to him back, Shalom Aleichem. So he said to me, My son, why did you go into this destroyed house. It's dangerous. The walls could fall. Who knows? He said, I went in there to pray. He said, you should have davened on the road. You shouldn't have davened inside of a dangerous house. He said, I was afraid. He said, I was afraid that if I stand on the, on the, on the road, so people will pass by, people won't see me, maybe they'll knock me over, or maybe they'll, I'm praying, they'll, they'll cause me to lose my concentration. So he said to me, you should have davened a quick prayer, instead of davening a long prayer, instead of putting yourself in danger, walking into the, into the house that's falling apart, you should have davened on the road, and davened short, so there wouldn't be a chance to be distracted. Says I learned from him from the Leo Anavi three things. First of all, it's not permitted to go into a broken down house. And I learned that you can pray on the path, on the road. And I learned that if you pray on the road, you should you should pray a short prayer. Now listen to the Hemshech of the story, because this is the part. That's extremely interesting and needs explanation. Said to me, What did you hear? Eliyahu Navi says to Rabbi Yaisi, What did you hear? Did you hear a sound? Did you hear a voice? Did you hear somebody talking when you were inside of that 
destroyed house? He said, I did hear something. I heard a heavenly voice. It was cooing like a, like a, um, like a dove, like a pigeon. And was saying, Same exact thing that we said that a Kodesh says every night. Every night, three times a night. So Rabbi Yossi heard a voice. He heard it explicitly saying, Woe unto my children that because of their sins I destroyed my base Hamikdash, my temple, and I burned my Heichal, and I sent them out into exile amongst the nations. So Eliyahu and Avi responded to Rabbi Yossi and he said, I, I swear to you, not only did, does the voice go out at this time, that voice is heard three times a day, every single day. It says it. It says exactly the same thing. Listen carefully. Not only that, when the Jewish people, when they come into the to the synagogue, when they come into the place of study of Torah, and they say, "May God's name be blessed. May God's great name be blessed." And we say every single day in the in the in the base medrash in the base haknesses. May God's name be blessed. When we do that, an amazing thing happens. Now listen to what Hashem says in this circumstance. Hashem nods his head and he says, as it were, praises the king who they, who they praise inside of the house, in his house, in such a way. And then Hashem says, Why has, why did, why did I have to do it? Why does a father had to send his children away to, to exile. And woe unto the children who have gone into exile and they're, they're no longer at the table of their father. Amazing, amazing Gemara. Amazing story. So Leon Navi tells us, Elijah the prophet tells us, that there's two different statements that HaKadosh Baruch Hu made, makes. Let's, let's look at them carefully. Let's contrast them. It's very interesting. When it comes to the nighttime, when it comes to Kriya Shema, when it comes to Riyasi Daving in a Churva, in a place of destruction. So Hashem says, Woe, woe unto the children who, because of their sins, they were sent out into exile. But when it comes to a Beis HaKnesses, when it comes to a synagogue, which in a certain sense is a place of Geula, as we'll soon see, it's a place of redemption, it's a place where the Jewish people are. We have that, we don't have the Beis HaMikdash, but we have the Beis HaKnesses. We have the synagogue, which is a mini Beis HaMikdash. It's a place where we serve Hashem. We have a Beis Medrash where we learn the Torah. When we learn the Torah, we see HaKadosh Baruch Hu, a siyum, every single time we make a siyum. So we say a special Kaddish, which speaks about the Beis HaMikdash being rebuilt. Because every time that we learn Torah, there's an aspect of Geula that's intrinsic, that's going on there. Excuse me. What, what does HaKadosh Baruch Hu say there? Shem says, he nods his head and he says, Praiseworthy is the king that they're praising him in this way. 
And he doesn't blame it on the sins of the Jewish people that they've gone out into exile. He says, He just says, Oh, why does a father have to send his children into exile? Oh, woe unto the children that they're not by their father's table. So it's an amazing thing. When it comes to the Heishmei Rabba Mevorach, when we say, when we praise Hashem's name in the, in the shul, when we're involved in learning Torah, so then, HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't talk about our sins. But when it comes to the when it comes to the times of darkness, when it comes to the night time, when it comes to Kriya Shema, yes, Kriya Shema, we need to say it in order to be misaki in this issue. We need to rectify the problem. What's the problem? The problem is that because of our sins, we went out into Golis, we went into exile. Because of the darkness, we can't see Akadish Baruch Hu now. So here in the exile, we need to say. We need to say, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. So we see that there are two ways of rectifying it, and they have they serve two different purposes. Shema Yisrael is in the nighttime, really. Shema Yisrael is in the in the darkness when we don't see Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Yes, we say it in the day also, but the Iker time is in the night. In the night time, it's the first time, right? The first aspect is always the main aspect. When was the Geula of Mitzrayim? The main Geula was in the daytime, right? So the Geula we speak about as an aspect of daytime. The, the exile, the Gaulus we speak about as an aspect of nighttime. How do we rectify the Gaulus? By reminding ourselves, Shema Yisrael, listen, look out. Look out for the fact that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is there. He is he's helping us. It's not so easy to see, as we spoke about last week. It's something we need to work on. We need to put all the pieces together. Shema Yisrael, hear the words. Hear one word and another word and another word. Put the pieces together. We're in darkness. Yaakov Avinu is in darkness. He's, he's at the end of his life. He's, he's about to, to pass on from the world. He can't remember when is Mashiach going to come. He wanted to, to tell his kids when it's going to be. He can't remember. They say to him, don't worry. Don't worry. Even if it's dark and we don't know when the Geula is. We don't know when the redemption is. Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. We're going to put the pieces together. That's the Emunah. That's the aspect of Emunah, of faith. We have faith in the nighttime. Right? We speak about Hashem's kindness in the morning. That's the redemption. That's the... His name is amazing. His name is great. That's just an open statement of Hashem's greatness. That's in the daytime. That's in the Bate Medrash, where we're learning the Torah, where we see Hashem, we see Hashem right here in the Gemara. This is where we see HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We see HaKadosh Baruch Hu being revealed to us through through His Torah, through through stories like this, through the amazing Limudim that we have in the Gemara, in the Torah, in the Medrashim, in, in, the, in the Chomish, in the base HaKnesses, where we, where we gather together and we praise Hashem all together. That's the light. That's the that's an aspect of redemption. And there, Hakadosh Baruch Hu doesn't speak about our sins at all, right? In the base medrash, when we when we have the Torah, we make a kaddish yehei shmei rabbim mevarach. We speak about the fact that Hakadosh Baruch Hu, in a sense, is openly revealed here. In the darkness, in the nighttime, we need to work on the aspect of Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. That we need to listen and hear. We don't see. It's not clear. It's not clear, and I and I was thinking, you know, the the Shas begins, the 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 Gemara, the first Masachas of Shas begins with the mitzvah of Kriya Shema, and what is the reason for that? Because as we enter into Gullus, just like Yaakov Avinu is speaking, as the Jewish people are about to start the Gullus, Yaakov is going to die. It's the beginning of two hundred and ten years or two hundred years of of uh, difficult times for the Jewish people. 
And it's at that moment, at that time, the Shas, the Shas Bavli was speaking about. This was written by the Chachomim, by the sages. You know, the Mishnah was written at, during the second Beis Hamikdash Mishnayis, but the Gemaras were written, you know, after the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed. It was really at the uh, the cusp of the Jewish people entering into this long exile, two thousand year exile. Right? What do we need to know as we go into exile? We need to know b'shach b'chavukumecha. When you go to sleep in the nighttime, in the darkness, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, is roaring like a lion and saying, oh, woe unto the Jewish people because of their sins. At that moment, at that moment of exile, at that moment of darkness, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. Don't forget. Listen. You gotta listen. You gotta, you gotta pay attention. You gotta remember. You gotta, in order to hear the aspect of Yisrael, Yisrael is the aspect of the, the, the Jewish people in a revealed state, in a positive state, of, of re- in a redemptive state. You want to hear about Yisrael? You want to hear about the Jewish people in a redeemed state? Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. You gotta look for the fact that God is one. That no matter what, Hashem, Yudkei Vavkei, which is Rachim, Elokeinu, is Din, this is mercy, this is judgment, all aspects, darkness, light, it's all one. We need to know that as we go into Galus. And I want to bless you and ask you to bless me. Hashem should help us that we should be able to, to have both of these aspects. We should be zeichet that through our Saint Krishna in the nighttime, in the times of sleeping, in the times of darkness, we should be zeichet the the morning of Yeheshmei Rabba Mavarach, where we openly see that Hashem is in our lives involved intimately. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.